Welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigen. So nice of you guys to join us. Go ahead and pause our podcast right now and press the subscribe button. No matter what handle you're listening on, please subscribe. Also, share this episode after listening with a friend. You are listening to episode 22. Welcome to this episode of Growing Potatoes. Boy, have we got a good spud moment for you guys to start this one off. Faith, this one's kind of yours. Do you want to, Well, first, before we get into the spud moment, I will remind everyone of the spud moment that we shared several episodes back about me accidentally locking the keys in the car right before we were going <laughs> to take like the 10-hour journey home. Um, and... Recently, we had a moment where Faith things did the same thing. Things evened out. <laughs> so as you know, if you've been keeping up with this podcast or if it's your first time and you're about to go back and listen, listen to all of our spud moments alone, um, you can easily catch on that we have car trouble. We have, for some reason, lots of wheels um, that get uh flat yeah busted we have a lot of cars not starting locking our keys out of the car losing car keys so this is another one i don't know why we have so much car trouble it's just i don't know um so basically i was grocery shopping by myself keegan stayed at home and uh we run a bed and breakfast so i was trying to quickly grocery shop before our guest had to check in because we usually try to like check them in together And so I was at Aldi and I quickly went to Aldi and then I uh, got out of the car to go to Walmart, which is right across the street um, from Aldi. And I was like grocery shopping, grocery shopping. And then I went back to my car and was like, wait, where's my key? And I look in the window and it's sitting on top of my bag of groceries from Aldi that was already in the car. I was like, oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so I called Keegan and was like, hey, my phone's on like 3%, but FaceTime me and show me where I can look in Walmart for like some type of gadget to open my car. Um, and so he FaceTimed me and we were looking for, you know. You went back into Walmart. Yeah, I went back in the Walmart. selling any like car door anything tools. yeah fake keys i was looking up and down the aisles i even went to the clothing section and walmart does not have any wire hangers anywhere anymore All everything's plastic. plastic and that's so weird i know i was looking everywhere and i guess the wire hangers mainly belong to like dry cleaners now i don't, I don't know. know um but anyway I was giving up hope. And then I remembered that one day I accidentally opened up our little 2004 Honda Civic, which is what I was driving. I opened up, I opened the car with Keegan's car key to his Mustang and was like, wait, I just used Keegan's key to open my car and it opened. And so I was like, I wonder if I just stick something hard and thick enough in the key hole and turn it 
if it will open the car door. And so I was like, okay, I'll go get a thing of plastic forks and spoons and see if anything will work. So I got a box. And I, I was like, uh, I don't know about I know. that, babe. I think you should just call AAA. <laughs> I was like, let me try this first. And then, you know, I think it was the Lord speaking to me, honestly, like, go get plastic spoons. I was like, okay, okay, Jesus. So I went and got plastic spoons. And I first tried on the passenger side. I just sticked the hand side in and like turned and it wouldn't open. And then I went to the driver's side, sticked the edge of the spoon, not the edge of the like the handle. Yeah, the handle of the spoon into the keyhole and turned the key and my lock popped up and I opened my car with, with a plastic spoon. With the end of a plastic spoon. <laughs> I couldn't believe that it actually worked, but (laughs) I was like hoping people didn't see me and think I was breaking into my car. I was like trying to hide the plastic spoon with like my, the sleeve of my jacket. So people didn't think I was probably looked more suspicious. I know, but yeah, I opened the door with a plastic spoon. That's at the same time, a relief that you got in because I was like, I was like 20 minutes away and I didn't have a, we were only down to one car Yeah, and but at the same time, we were like when she told me about it, I was like, "That's not safe." <laughs> yeah, and we've we, been keeping, you know, our wallet in our car when we go for a run. Kian will like leave his MacBook out in the open. I tell him every time. Maybe it's because I grew up in Moreno Valley, California. If you're from MoVal, you know, you don't leave anything in the car. I don't know. Keegan grew up in little Sweetwater, Texas. Where we leave our doors unlocked at night. No. <laughs> at night? Oh, my gosh. No. We, my mom, all backpacks in the trunk, all laptops, anything that we had went in the trunk. We couldn't have a grocery bag sticking out. Like, everything had to be in the trunk and locked. The door was always locked. Well, now that I know you can open my car with a spoon, then I'm going to be a little bit more careful. Yeah. <laughs> So we're thankful that I was able to just get home that day, but um, it is kind of weird that I can open my car with anything. (laughs) Anything vaguely key shaped. Oh my gosh. So we did an episode um, a few months ago. Yep. Almost a year ago. It was a, it was an earlier episode. yeah. Yeah. Earlier episode. Um, about an interracial marriage, our interracial marriage to be more specific, during racial tension. And guys, that episode like blew up. It is um, our second most popular episode. Our first is our very first episode. Um, and it got a lot of just really good feedback. Um, we've had a lot of people reach out to us through Instagram and personally text us and family members call us and stuff um so we're just really happy that you guys were touched by that um but we wanted to just kind of open up a little bit more about um some differences we discovered um because of the different cultural backgrounds we came from interracial marriage probs yeah kind of like we had our newlywed probs last week this is kind of our interracial marriage probs and there's just it's just gonna be a funny episode um it's just merging two different cultures and um before we begin we just want to say that like no matter what race your spouse is you guys could be the exact same 
like race could have grown up in the same town two minutes away from each other you're no matter what race you are you are merging two totally different cultures you're merging two different family styles two different modes of communication two different humans with two different backgrounds and experiences and birth orders and like you are already merging different cultures race is just another aspect of that merging um that you know is has cultural ties with it um and we just had fun kind of like picking apart uh what like racial influences and cultural influences um we came with into our marriage yeah we kind of made up a list of things that we didn't didn't know we didn't know until getting married to each other um and things about the other person's culture that kind of surprised us or confused us and some things we didn't know was associated with our culture until like the internet told us we were like wait like we thought everyone did this all mexicans do this (laughs) not all mexicans okay i will say just disclaimer when we say like mexicans do this blacks do this whites do this we are just saying the ones that we've grown up with in our family and our experience which is usually affirmed by tiktoks and <laughs> other people have the same other experience. memes and everything so um don't get offended if you are offended um i'm sorry keegan and i basically represent every race in the world besides like from india and the middle east basically yeah we kids, have every continent in us so <laughs> well let's just start with one that um a lot of people know or may know um is when I, uh, when we got married, we realized that um, one of us uses a washcloth or a loofah, and one of us doesn't, and that is a a cultural thing apparently. I didn't know this until we got married, but I guess it's kind of a known thing out there that black people use washcloths, and I guess white people either use loofahs or like nothing, nothing at all. And I was like, wait, what do you mean you use nothing? What? How do you take a shower? How do you like detox and exfoliate your skin? You just get the soap on your hands and then just scrub yourself. So I personally still don't know if this is like a white person thing or if my husband is just weird. <laughs> but I, he says it's it's a cultural thing. And I mean... Now that I think about it, when I've, like, had sleepovers and stuff, my mom would always give my friends washcloths, but I don't think I was ever given anything at, you like... Over <laughs> <houses>. <laughs> Their moms didn't say, oh, and here's your washcloth. No, I don't think so. Yeah, when I first came over, your mom took care of me and gave me a washcloth, and I was like, oh, I haven't used one of these in, in ages. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, they... They give you washcloths at hotels. Yeah. I I never use them. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's another one, babe? Uh, so, I quickly realized that, like, music, like, there were some people Keegan had never heard of, and there were some people I had never heard of, some artists. We were definitely, um, we were definitely raised on different music. Yeah. I was not exposed, really, to, like... 
I guess classic rock is the genre. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Classic rock. So, like, I didn't really know who Bob Dylan was. I didn't know who Tom Petty was. Did you know who... All these people who my dad would, like, play on every road trip, and I knew by heart when I was, like, 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Lauren Hill? Um, Only peripherally. Not... Yeah. I hadn't really, like, taken the time to listen to her music. You knew Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, l- a little bit, yeah. Uh, did you know Jennifer Hudson? No, not really. No? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So, there's just some, like, music names that I feel like we had to know. Aretha Franklin was another one. And now when I play classic rock, Faith's like, yeah, this is okay. I know it a little <laughs> bit more. This is, I mean, yeah, but usually we, I can't play it too long or else you're like, okay, let's let's move on to something else. <laughs> we just like realized that when our family members were like, you want to listen to so-and-so? And we're like, we don't know who that is. We were kind of like exposed culturally. Yeah. But we we have become one, even with our music. I We mm-hmm. literally share one Spotify account. and uh, For better or for worse. Yes. <laughs> our playlists are uh, accidentally merging and meshing. And unfortunately, at the end of the year, when Keegan gets I've got his, all this ballet music on yeah. my Spotify wrapped. Like, wait, I didn't listen to this. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I teach lots of dance classes, so it's not really true to life. But... Um, so when we, I mean, there's obviously some huge cultural differences when it comes to like physical appearance. One thing I don't do is really wear sunscreen that much or that often. Um, and that's one, that's one where it was almost like two different cultures within my family because my dad has kind of browner skin and my mom is very pale um and the four of us kids are kind of split two of us have my dad's skin and tone and two of us have my mom's skin and so we kind of had the two kids who didn't wear sunscreen that much and the two kids who absolutely needed sunscreen all the time (laughs) yeah and like and i've since found out that everyone needs sunscreen but (laughs) (laughs) i grew up without it (laughs) yeah and um there was one so this is kind of a spud moment but i'll say it right now so there was literally like i don't know we were dating and i just made a comment about my like skin tone or something like that and keegan was like yeah you and i are like basically the same color and i was like keegan what do you mean? Uh, he was uh, like, we're like, we have almost the same shade of skin. I was like, please <laughs> hold up your forearm next to my forearm. You think we have the same skin tone? I held up my forearm and I was. Guys, so he was fully convinced. He was much paler. But before that moment, Keegan, for some reason, was like fully convinced we were basically the same I color. Can explain, I don't know. I can explain. In my mental image of myself, <laughs> I was. it was Summer Keegan who had just spent days and days out in the sun and was like brown. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, I will say, 
two two things um, proved his point. I looked at some like pictures of Keegan as a child um, that had been on the playground for a while, and he was very brown, very caramel colored. And then our first summer of marriage, I was working indoors a lot, so I didn't really get tan. But Keegan was working outside doing car valet. And so I was still kind of my winter color, and Keegan really did get, like, very we, tan. Did we become the same shade? We were just, we were a few shades off, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So Keegan probably thinks he's black. I just hadn't black. looked in a mirror in a while, <laughs> I guess. But, um, anyway, a lot of people think Keegan's Mexican, so yeah, he's used to being a brown person. Another thing I didn't I didn't know that you would need is a satin pillowcase. That one was new to me. Yeah. Or a bonnet of some sort. I mean, there's kind of this big conversation that's always gone around in the black community that like black hair care is kind of foreign to all other like races because of just the um, methods we use, the different products, how time consuming and painful it can be. Um, and so, yeah, I use a satin pillowcase. There's probably many, uh, women listening to this that do. And Keegan cannot stand my satin pillowcase. Uh, It (laughs) It feels so weird to him, I guess. But, you know, you gotta, um, eliminate breakage and keep your curl pattern as as intact as possible. So, (laughs) um. Although I did teach you to tie a do-rag. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't grow up around, like, I don't have a black father. I have a Mexican father. Not that all black fathers wear do-rags, Well, you, but had, <laughs> you had only sisters. I had only sisters that don't wear do-rags. Yeah. So. And I was, I was on the football team where they'd put them on underneath their helmet. So I just, you know. I was so we bought them. Keegan one because we his hair was. One. No, we bought No, it one. was for you. And then <laughs> I ended up having to. Why did I have I, one? Because you were. Uh, experimenting with getting a bonnet or a satin pillowcase or that and then i was like putting it on showing you how to tie it and you were like hey you look good in that i will say i don't i don't wear a bonnet around the house i probably should satin bonnet but it just it usually falls off before the night is over so you're such a mover you just dance i am all the time that it just it would go not while i'm asleep it would go Not while I'm asleep. You said around the house. I meant to say, like, Too usually bad. you don't wear them around the house. Too except bad. I do have friends in college. You know who you are. That would wear them the second we got into our dorm room slash to class. So, um, yeah. So that was kind of a eye-opening moment, I guess. Merging our two different races, I guess. The other thing you told me was that um, you kind of had to get used to like a big pile of hair in your face. Yeah. When you were going to sleep and yes. like when we snuggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say spooning behind you, being the big spoon of us, <laughs> can can end up with me getting getting hair, some curls, tickling my nose and into my mouth and stuff. If I'm not if I'm not careful with where I place my head. Same with taking pictures. It yep. just we like take a selfie and Faith has to like position her head just right to not be blocking out seventy five percent of the screen. <laughs> I'm used to it. Used to it. Staying on the topic of hair, Keegan 
with his straight hair washes it every single day. No. I do not do that. I grew up doing that, but now I don't. I wash Since it. Since like two months ago. I wa- Well, that's because I've been growing out my <laughs> hair. I'm trying to develop better hair practices now that I have to actually take care of it. And I, I think guys just wash their hair on a different time schedule anyway. I think it's just like their hair is so short. Washing their hair is just part of their shower. So I don't know. Yeah. Little differences we just noticed. Another big thing was um, our upbringing with different foods that we experienced in our different cultures. Around the holidays, especially like yeah. in my like Hispanic mexican family we usually ate tamales around christmas every year or made them if my tia was cooking them so and apparently my family eats a lot of dairy products okay so this we were looking up a bunch of like statistics differences between races and stuff like that and i guess like Caucasians consume like 185 pounds of dairy. Caucasian families, sorry, consume 185 pounds of dairy a year compared to African American families, which consume about 106 pounds a year. And we definitely see that difference in our family. And families. compared to, I think your family is probably like six pounds of dairy a year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we're all kind of lactose intolerant slash like, I don't know, non-dairy eaters and drinkers. But my dad did grow up on a dairy farm. His father, my grandfather was, uh, I guess, a dairy rancher or worker. So they lived on a dairy farm and my dad, always talks about drinking fresh milk and cream and all this stuff so mm-hmm. he uh i guess that's why he has good teeth i've heard that yep, drinking calcium dairy has, builds the teeth and i think i got his teeth so i'm thankful for that you do have nice teeth <laughs> one thing we were similar on we mentioned this in the other episode that we did about our interracial marriage but i kind of grew up around a lot of hispanic culture and so i was very used to like Tex-Mex Mexican food and that's one thing that you know we um have in common uh kind of besides besides the tamales on New Year's no I will say in California we have like authentic Mexican food when you go to Texas it's all this like fried crunchy like queso doesn't exist in real Mexico like queso is just like what queso like the word for just cheese. cheese like you mean nacho cheese in like california you, you got your like street carne asada tacos and like i don't know just fresh different things that when i moved to like oklahoma texas area was very different so yes we grew up with mexican food but tex-mex is very different just so you know mm. well there are some like childhood things like snacks that i had um picocito we would get from the ice cream man keegan has no clue what that is no i also would drink a lot of tampico if you uh (laughs) grew up going to a supermercado tampico was everywhere (laughs) especially the orange one um keegan doesn't know what tampico i mean i know what it is but i never i never drank it no um 
I think that's all the like I don't know Hispanic things I would yeah. have. And you'd have gumbo. Yeah, I mean, I'm not Creole, but I have Creole close family members, so mm-hmm. gumbo. What would you have? Spaghetti, <laughs> <laughs> pasta, meatloaf. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> saying it boring. <laughs> I'm I definitely, had I definitely love Mexican food the most. Yeah, I had all that. I guess American food slash Italian food. We would have too. dairy product. Um, the other thing is the choice of uh, weapons that our parents used to uh, spank us was very different. I got spanked from like age, I guess, two to like ten with the wooden spoon, and then got upgraded to the leather belt. Um, <laughs> Which I guess the wooden spoon is a huge Mexican thing. I didn't really realize that until I was in college and my other Hispanic friends had the same experience. And I think the leather belt is a black thing. So you can definitely tell I was interracially disciplined. (laughs) (laughs) My parents just got a a piece of... um it's like a plumbing pipe type thing, but it's really thin (laughs) and flexible. We called it the switch. Yikes, that sounds a little bad. But apparently most white families don't hit their kids as punishment. They you just, get time out. You just, you just get grounded. Mm. You get no allowance anymore. No. I even got the chancla thrown at me. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, if you're listening, you probably remember that. But <laughs> um. Another thing I wasn't ready for was uh, the prevalence of godparents. I never grew up with... Anyone who had godparents, really, I didn't have any godparents. I guess it's a African American thing, but it's African American thing, but it's also like a Catholic thing. Um, don't really know how those merge together. You can do the research on that, but I guess godparents is a little bit more of a African American thing that we didn't realize till we found it on the internet, <laughs> and we're talking about all these differences growing up. So, yeah, that's all of the different things that we had to learn how to mesh when we got married and blended our cultures. But through making this list, we realized that, like, there's a lot of ways that we were similar, too. And those are some of the things that drew us together the most. Yeah. And kind of like how we mentioned in our other, like, interracial marriage episode was that, like, both of our parents are in interracial marriages as well. So we were so used to just like accepting and learning and being immersed in all cultures. Um, I just like Keegan grew up with a very diverse friend group, um, a very diverse family, very um, just like culturally aware and culturally um, educated family members. I um am thankful for that and I think that's why Keegan and I are proud to be colorblind and definitely judge people by the content of their heart not um color of their skin for sure and I don't know we just all of our friends are from literally all over the world we have a few American friends too but you know I'm kidding (laughs) we have a lot of American (laughs) friends but we just um we realized that like although 
this like these cultural differences lists were honestly like kind of hard to think about and like come up with because we have way more in common than we do not in common kind of like you just said and um it's those things that we have in common that you know really ground us and keep us just focused on why we love each other and um why we were attracted to each other in the first place but yeah yeah we were attracted to all kinds of people before each other right yeah (laughs) no limits but yeah we both grew up as like pastors kids we both were very into like academics we both graduated as valedictorians of our high schools and we were just had a bunch of things that brought us together through and through the midst of it all and that's how we managed to see these cultures merge yeah, and so we just wanted this to be encouragement for you um, if you're in an interracial marriage or couple or just any couple in general, like we said in the beginning, like merging two different family cultures, the ways you celebrate holidays, the way you eat, the way you shampoo your hair or sleep at night, like that all has to do with, um, uh, you know, the family you came from, how you were raised, and we could have gone into in-depth conversations about like the cultural differences of how we were parented and um just how we our family dynamics and everything because that's definitely something that is attached to culture but um the awesome thing about getting married is that you guys get to come together and start your own family culture um you get to pick and choose what you want to take from the way you were raised and implement that into your children and also introduce new things. Um, we do not have any children yet, but we do have a lot of conversations about how we want to parent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of why we made this whole podcast. So you can go back and listen to episode one as to why we made growing potatoes in the first place. But And I forgot to mention that uh, when I would go to my Nana's house, we would have good Chinese food. That was one thing. Oh, yeah, really? I forgot about that. That's a good. Yeah. I don't think I ever had Chinese food on any holiday. No, no. I did. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Really? Egg, egg rolls for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's nice. I do have a uh, Chinese sister. My family used to keep Chinese exchange students, like host them at our home. And so we do have some... Uh, some students that literally became family and have spent holidays with us so they've made us dumplings around yeah it wasn't christmas time it was like june but christmas in june june. july july well thank you so much for listening um are we gonna end with a quote let's just end with saying um we hope that whatever season of life you're in right now Whatever relationship you're starting, ending, yes, it's okay to end relationships. Um, We just hope and pray that in some way, shape, or form, this podcast is helping you and that you will see nothing but success on the other side. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.